0: Hello! Welcome to the inaugural episode of A Thing Like That, a podcast about Mad Men. Uh, hosting it is me, Michael Levito, and co-hosting it, I guess we're both co-hosting because there's only two of us, is my sister, Kathleen Levito. Hey there! Yeah, so the, uh, the idea behind this podcast is a pretty simple one. We are going to be watching every episode of Mad Men, and Well, every time we do that, we are going to make a podcast about it. And they're going to follow a structure of these podcasts. First, we're going to recap what happened in the episode. Then we're going to talk about what we think the theme of each episode is. Then we will give out an award for the worst person of the week, named after Pete Campbell. Then we will give out an award for best line of the week, named after Roger Sterling. Then we'll talk about some of the foreshadowing these episodes have. That will be really the only spoilery part of the show this. So we
1: can come in and tell you when you can jump back in. Exactly. So we don't want spoilers. We'll, we'll
0: know we'll have alarms or bells or whistles or something. Yes. And I guess we'll have a little free talk period after that. So why Mad Men's been off the air for almost four years now. Um, why why are we doing this, Kathleen?
1: Because you asked me if I want to do this. <laughs> I, <haven't. laughs> I love Mad Men. I love it because, one, I am a huge fan of the my ideal time period, not socially, just want to clarify, not socially, but in terms of aesthetics and style and even just attitudes, um, our late 40s to early 60s, and the Mad Men falls comfortably within that period. Um, it is a show that really inspired me. It like picked me up out of kind of a dull point in my life where I didn't really know where to go with, how to express myself, what culture I want to engage with. And it was a show that made me realize that like it it gave me my creativity back. Um, and it made me fall in love with characters who were very complex and driven. and I like that the show, like supported my like ambitious goals, even though that sometimes there's a lot of like undercutting in this show. (laughs) But it does show a lot of strong female characters doing their own thing in a time when that wasn't really believed in or supported. And that's always inspiring. It brought me back in touch with my personal style and I got, I was inspired by the character to start dressing in a more classic style. Not currently, I'm in sweats, but this is because it's a cozy Sunday. and it's just, I, I, it's just engaging. There's a, there's a lot of characters to, to play with, and you can find a lot of favorites, and your favorites definitely change multiple times over the course of the show. Um, but there's never really a dull moment, and it is like deep and rich with meaning. And there's family dynamics, there are friendship dynamics, work dynamics, tons of stuff you can pull out of the show.
0: Yeah, I, I think you should point out that neither of us had watched Badman until last year. That too. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, I watched it because, you know, everyone said, oh, Mad Men's this great show. So I started watching it, like, two, three years ago, um, and, like, kind of, like, made my way through the first season, and then one day decided I would kind of, like, I, was, I actually watched an episode of Firefly that had Christina Hendricks in it, and I was like, ah, Christina Hendricks, I like her. So then I, that made me want to watch an episode of Mad Men again, and then I watched a couple more, and then I got to the second season, and then one day I just kind of stayed at home on, like, a Sunday and watched just, like, most of the second season, um it's yeah it's 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 engaging and I think what you said like it's definitely I feel like we live in a time where you know TV watching can feel like an obligation to stay up to date on everything and this is sort of like the first show I had watched in a while probably because it was not currently on the air um, that I I felt like I could like think about it and mm-hmm. sort of savor it and kind of engage with it in a way I hadn't previously and I feel like it's a show that warrants engagement and discussion it's It is not the most exciting show in the sense of what happens on the screen. Um, There really isn't much of, like, a story at all. (laughs) And it's maybe not the most cinematically innovative show either. But it is rich in its characters, in its, I guess, story, and the themes it pursues. And it's just kind of like a very classically told narrative of just people people going through stuff.
1: I think it's, in a way... (laughs) This is going to be a reach, but in a way like Seinfeld, in that the show is about things. It's not just like Seinfeld where they're just like hanging around. But you're kind of in it for the long run. You're watching this because you care about the characters, not mm-hmm. because you're looking for whatever goal is happening. Yeah, yeah. Um, and definitely, there are smaller points that happen within the, like smaller plots that happen within each episode but you're really in it to watch just like their their growth the expansion of them and you literally grow up with some characters like you watch characters change and their lives change and you're like you're there because you want to see that happen you want to experience that with them
0: yeah it's true it's you know i feel like prestige tv people talk about it a lot it's very plot driven which is fine breaking bad is a great show mr robot is a great show i was the first one that came up in my mind but like you know Shows like that I really enjoy, but I think there's something to be said for taking Mad Men's a very episodic show. Um, and that's sort of, I think, a kind of a dying breed. And so it it's just always fun to revisit something like that. That lets, you know, each each episode feels like its own self-contained little little film. That I think is really uh really fascinating. Indeed. Alright. So uh, that's that's us explaining ourselves while we're talking about the show that's been off the air for a little bit and what we hope to get out of it and what we hope you get out of it. So uh, we're going to be posting these on Spotify and iTunes, Google Podcasts, and SoundCloud, of course. You can follow me on Twitter at Emma Vito. I'm on Letterboxd as Mike. Um,
1: I'm on Letterboxd as Kathleen Levito, but I don't post there, so <laughs> go to Instagram, Rise to the Sun.
0: And uh, yeah, hope you decide to watch along with us and enjoy it. Um, oh, one thing I should mention too is references. So, uh, as we do this, uh, I and Kathleen will also be reading along with Matt Zoller Seitz's book *Mad Men Carousel*. Um, so we'll probably grab some ideas from there when we discuss each episode. Same thing with the website *Basket of Kisses*, um, or if you want to go to the web address, it's Lipsisters.com. L-I-P-P Sisters.com. They have a lot of um, great sort of synopses of plots and cultural references and music. I don't think they lost music and quotes and things like that about the show. So we'll be pulling a lot of ideas from those places, but uh, hopefully we have some of our own stuff as well. Uh, so yeah, follow along, and we hope you enjoy it.